Good evening. You are listening to a Rad Religion Broadcasting Premier Podcast TV party tonight. I'm your host, the mandated reporter, and frankly, I'm mortified, Mr. Mark Radelidge. And joining me tonight is my guest to talk about our new favorite show, Aquaman, King of Atlantis, is Jonas Radelidge. How are you, sir? It's me, Jonio. <laughs> this is already a disaster. <laughs> All right. So we are doing this podcast not just because my son pesters me about being on more shows see he he likes to be on more shows the people i actually podcast with don't want to be on as many that's how this works so jonas is slowly but surely taking over everyone else's spot because i like talking he does like to talk so anyway um great american teaching is this month i believe and Jonas asked me to come in and talk about podcasting. So I thought it would be fun to demonstrate how to make a podcast by talking about Aquaman, King of Atlantis, which was an HBO uh, Max miniseries cartoon. Uh, it debuted on August, on October 14th, and um, then it went to October 21st. And then finally, the last episode was October 28th. And this was brought to you by the good people at... Uh, Cartoon Network, HBO Max, and Warner Media Direct. Also, DC Entertainment, Warner Brothers Animation, and Atomic Monster Production. And when when my friends and I were talking about this show, Jonas, we actually noticed that it re the artwork, the animation, resembled a show called Thundercats Ho. Uh, Thundercats Roar, I believe it is. What's Very that? Thunder so, you know, so the one that you would be familiar with would be Jellystone. Oh, yeah, I love Jellystone. Um, when we were actually, like, kind of, like, looking through HBO Max, or whatever it's called, mm -hmm. um, the first thing, like, when I saw, like, the Jellystone, I was like, um, I'm guessing there's new episodes. I want to watch them. We watched Jellystone when it came out about a month or so ago. Yeah, and but you... it was so, well, you thought it was bad. I thought it was amazing. <laughs> but to you, like, you, uh, it was so bad you didn't actually review it. Yeah, uh, we were, Alexis Haina and I were supposed to review that for a TV party, and we both bailed out of the ship. We jumped out, no parachutes, just, just you know, we jumped out of the airplane and yelled, I regret nothing. <laughs> um, but you loved it, and then they announced this Aquaman show, and it was a very similar animation style to mm -hmm. Jellystone and Thundercats Roar. So I thought you would really, really like this, and considering it's only three episodes, I thought it would be fun for us to talk about. Uh, um, And also... um. The episodes are, like, almost an hour long. They are. They're 45 minutes apiece, which I was not uh, – I was really surprised by that. I thought, you know, typically yeah. the kind of things we watch are about 7 to 22 minutes, depending on what it is. Like, we've watched The Wonderful World of Mickey Mouse, and I think those are 7-minute or 7- to 10-minute shorts. Yeah. We uh, Jellystone was – that was a two or three shorts per episode, wasn't it? Um, I'm pretty sure it was two, yeah. Okay. Actually, it might have just been one. So I thought this Aquaman King of Atlantis would have been like 22-minute episodes or something. And no, they were four, they were almost little mini-movies, right? Wait, imagine if they actually had two, that, like two and one, and mm -hmm. that like 
like each episode because it's like two of those combined it would mm -hmm. actually be like more than an hour it, yeah it would have been about an hour so these were three 45 minute episodes and let me ask you first jonas you know i i always like to do a little bit of table setting you know where we talk about kind of have a preamble conversation before we get into the main topic so um how familiar are you with the aquaman uh superhero have you uh, have i ever watched the movie with you with jason momoa have you read any uh any books i know you're a big fan of the flash but how about aquaman i'm actually not that big of a fan of video games but <laughs> yeah i know like nothing about aquaman okay you know nothing about aquaman well i knew that well i knew how to try to i knew he talk to fish i knew mm -hmm. stuff like that like the like the most known things about aquaman but i didn't know that like that like his father lived in a lighthouse and his mom's just gone somewhere. Yes, his mom, um, his mom, I think, passed away. Yeah, the, someday I should watch the Jason Momoa Aquaman movie by, directed by James Wan that came out a few years ago. I think you'd actually really enjoy it now that you're a little bit older. Uh, it came out, you were super young at the time. Wait, how, how young was I? Uh, let's see. Aquaman came out. Uh, ba -ba -ba -ba, Aquaman by James Wan. Do -do -do -do. 2018. So it was three years ago. So you were four. Yeah. All right. Uh, so let's get into this. So Aquaman, episode one. Um, well, they don't really have any plot synopsis. So we'll just kind of talk about what happens. Wait, I have one question about the about Aquaman. Go ahead. So were the so were the people that live in Atlantis always um so dumb <laughs> in the show and like in like the movies and stuff? Typically, no. It really depends on you know the writer's point of view. Uh, but generally speaking, the citizens of Atlantis were not totally stupid. Do mm -hmm. one so stupid where like Aquaman saved them, like they start cheering for, and Ocean they would Master. still cheer for Ocean Master. Yeah. <laughs> so that actually is a good segue into what the show is about. It's day one of Aquaman's reign of King of Atlantis. Uh, off camera, before the show starts, he has defeated Ocean Master in a duel. And the winner of the duel becomes the king of Atlantis. And he, within moments of being king of Atlantis, he's trying to win over his subjects. He's trying to make them happy. And they don't accept him. They don't accept his rule. They, they are not impressed with him. They are nonplussed, as it were, with Aquaman. So as a starting point, and that's, an, plus. <laughs> that's a whole other thing. Um, and they, play on that plus. And Paramount, a lot of pluses. But this is, I said nonplussed. Not non, never mind. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, not actually nothing about it. It kind of. Ask your teacher. Yeah. Anyway, uh, they, they don't accept him as the king. And so he's trying to impress them. And so one of, so it's, uh, he's given advice by one of his, uh, God, what's the character's name? Volko, who is played by Thomas Lennon, who you don't know this, but he was on Reno 911. Very funny actor. Mm -hmm. um, by the way, Jillian Jacobs plays Mira, and Cooper Andrews plays Aquaman. Also, Dana Snyder is Ocean Master. Mm -hmm. Kevin Michael Richardson is the royal announcer. Oh, that's funny. Uh -huh. Anyway. I uh, love how at the end of the show, it shows, like, it shows, like, the tiny, you figure <laughs> out, like, the announcers is, like, this, like, tiny thing. That's why, you, like, that's why you never, like, sold him, like, at all. Right. It was just this tiny thing on the ground. So, anyway, um... So Volko says, you know, to Aquaman, you want to, you need to go out, kind of like Hercules, you need to go out and complete uh, a mission in order to win over the people. And so uh, there's an outpost. There are explorers that are out there. They're at an outpost, but nobody's heard from them. It's kind of like the movie Alien. Yeah. 
so they sent so Mira and Aquaman go to the outpost to find the people, see why they've lost contact with the kingdom. And along the way, they meet a miner, and the miner, as it turns out, has has buried the outpost, and so there's no water there anymore. You know what's also super weird? What? Well, because um, because if they bought an air bottle, not a water bottle, wouldn't there just be no purpose of having an air bottle? Yeah, the show does a lot of silly, punny things like that, like having an air grenade or or a canteen with air in it. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so they get there and they meet the miner. Uh, who, what kind of, what was the miner's character's name? Mm-hmm. He actually ends up actually being the main bad guy. Yeah. Spoiled. Uh, so what did you think of the, uh, so what did you think of the miner character as the first villain that they have to deal with? I absolutely hate him. Why did you hate the miner character? One, that, that, that accent. <laughs> that, that awful, awful accent. It was pretty rough, wasn't it? Yeah. I'm trying to figure out which actor that was. Okay, Morde- Mordekov? Yeah, Scavenger, Mordekov, who's played by Andrew Morgado. Mm-hmm. So Mordekov, first he, start, you know, he starts out as trying to be really friendly. Um, and he, I think he's looking for that blue jewel, which becomes a big part of the series. Yeah. And he can't find it yet. And he's trying to trick Aquaman into thinking that he's doing good. But it turns out he's just buried the outpost. Yeah. Um, but even before that, they meet the bandits. The, the bandits who were, who were constantly robbing the outpost. Yeah, and also, where did he get that drill from? They built it, I suppose. Well, yeah. Actually, they probably stole it. So getting back to Mordekov. So yeah, he's a pretty annoying character. Yeah, and also, what did he say when, like, he started, like, he said something about his mother, like... <laughs> oh, no, that was, um, that was the next one, wasn't it? That, oh, gosh, which character was that now? No, you, like, said that, like, no, I'm pretty sure you said, like, I, my mother might have killed you. Like, something like that. Something like that. Yeah, I don't remember anymore. I know that there was a there was a gag in the show <laughs> where um, the, the Aquaman and whoever it is he's fighting at the time have very ha, have uh, similar pasts and similar situations with their moms, and so they they relate to one another. And That was him. That was him? Yeah. Okay. You have a better memory for this sort of detail than I do. Um... Switching for a second. So he's partnered up for the all three episodes with... Hi. There's a pee on the podcast family. People people want to see you. If people keep running past the camera. Hi, Lily. Oh. <laughs> Lily didn't watch Aquaman with us because Lily prefers to do her own thing now. And she's falling. <laughs> don't, don't do violence on camera. <laughs> on camera. Bag of oranges later. Um, <laughs> what's that? <laughs> All right, Lily and I will talk about My Hero Academia later. Goodbye, Lily. <laughs> Which is also a very boring movie. No one should see it. It's so boring. No violence on camera. <laughs> Stop paintbrushing your your brother. <laughs> anyway, um, so what do you think of Mira? So Mira in this is very action, um, action female. That's the, um... Yeah, she was the redhead. Yeah. And she always and her, and her solution to all of Aquaman's problems was to punch it. <laughs> that was always plan A. Yeah. But they say several times in the show. So what do you think of Mira? Um, I liked her. I liked how she was just like I liked and punching at the end like glorious juicy violence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she she was definitely um more about the fighting than she was about the fussing. Yeah. Um so anyway. 
So they, they meet the bandits. Uh, they the bandits talk about how the, the outpost is gone. They meet Mordekov. Mordekov lies and says, oh, there's no outpost here. And it turns out that they do. The outpost is buried 40 leagues beneath the surface. And they oh, meet, they and, need 40 sands. <laughs> yes, Jonas. Um, so it, it's buried deep. And they meet the, the people. And Aquaman leads them in a revolt against Mordekov. Yep. You know it's weird. Because you would think... That um that huge army, you would think because um didn't they like because you would think that like if they had that huge army, I feel like he they um that's like the um villagers alone just could have just broke the machine he was on. They could have, but they they might have been afraid. They might have felt like they were going to be overwhelmed by Mordekov and his technology, and so they just needed the right leader to come along and unite them, like Aragorn from from the Lord of the Rings, and also. And also, if, if they have, and also if they're like on a desert, mm-hmm. how did he find the material to make that? Maybe he brought it with him from wherever he came from. Maybe he ordered. Maybe he ordered the materials from Amazon. <laughs> you don't know what happened before the cameras turned on and we're filming this whole thing. All right, so um, so we talked a little bit about you love the animation style. The animation style appeals to you, right? You like the rounded characters and sort of yeah. wild takes that they do, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to be honest with you, Jonas. I actually found the animation to be very ugly, like unpleasant to watch. But I also saw the same thing of Jellystone. And literally everybody my age or, or within 10 years of my age hates that animation style. But it, but you like it, right? Oh, yeah, I like it. It's also it's kind of like an anime style. Kind of. Um, I, I said this to you while we were watching the show. It kind of reminded me of your favorite show, which is Big City Greens. Yep. Um, I don't actually think it looks that much until I kept like watching mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah, I kind of started to notice that. And then you noticed that it kind of reminded you of Big City Greens. Uh-huh. I, I'm finding that whatever uh, this animation studio is, um, I'm guessing it's Atomic Monster Productions. I feel like like they, they they do this a lot. So here's a couple of things that they've also worked on. Um, oh wow! So so Atomic Monster also worked on a bunch of horror movies. Like what? Uh, Annabelle, The Conjuring 2, Annabelle Creation, The Nun. This was not what I thought I would... Malignant, which we reviewed earlier in the air. Um, next year, they're they're working on um, Salem's Lot. Okay, so Atomic Monster must be the... Uh, it's James Wan studio. That's the deal there. Yeah, they... I, I feel like I feel like they're like kind of like based up on horror movies. Yeah, how many certainly. Movies. Yeah, I know. I you know what I didn't realize that this was a James Wan's um, production company. So when I clicked it, I thought I was going to see a whole bunch of the animation that they've done. How about that? Um, all right. Anyway, moving on. So that's episode one. Episode two. It, so it gets resolved basically where they they lead a charge on him. It's a big fight. <laughs> this this being a children's cartoon, lots of fighting, lots of punching, and they and they win, <laughs> and they discover the blue jewel, and we'll find out what the importance of the jewels are yeah. in the next two episodes. Um, yeah. Um. So um. And also, when they get back, it turns out that battle took a year to finish. Yes, they were gone for a year, and in that time, Ocean Master took back over again. Yep. And <laughs> somehow he did. And yeah, somehow for like two. For like um a, like at least a day, <laughs> like because like later on the series, it like trapped someone in a day, and, like 
and apparently he's super old. That's actually but, one of the funnier gags of the show. But yeah, but but now it's been a year, and mm -hmm. it, it just apparently has not grown one age. <laughs> yeah, it's, it doesn't age at all. Yeah. That's actually one of the funnier gags of the show, is every time Ocean Master and Aquaman fight, they end up trading the, the kingship. So Aquaman, you know, so it starts where, you know, there's a portrait of Aquaman, there was a portrait of Ocean Master, now there's a portrait of Aquaman, and every time they switch, there's a new portrait, and the guy doing the portraits is exhausted. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> to the point where when Aquaman becomes king again, he just kind of puts a split paint splotch on the wall. It's like, done. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh pretty hard at that. And I have to say, for as goofy as the show is, you and I had a, had a couple of good laughs over the three episodes. Uh, okay. Do you remember anything that I actually laughed at? Uh, we both laughed at that. There was a couple of things here and there. Um, nothing comes to mind specifically. Episode two, Primordius. So much of the same setup here. Uh, the people, the people are now not only not impressed with Aquaman; they're angry that he left for a year and, and Ocean Master took back control again. They're like, "What the heck, Aquaman? Why do you keep leaving?" And then there's a really funny gag actually, where he's like, "Why didn't you just leave the throne room? Why did you just wait here the whole time?" You know, and of course they don't have an answer to that because, as you pointed out, they're a little dumb. So um, Aquaman <laughs> goes on yet another adventure. You okay? Yeah. Bless you. He goes on another adventure, and this time, while they're out at sea, they meet a fisherman with a squid on his head. Mm -hmm. And uh, Wait, um, before that, um, um, yes, Water Master, whatever his name was, Ocean Master, Ocean Master, it's mm -hmm. a Triton, it went through this whole kind of thing, the Triton, Tri Trident. Trident. Yes, there you go. They like go through this whole entire thing, and also what? Like they go through like the phases of the Earth, and like they <laughs> they end up hitting like this nightmare. It was like I love how Aquaman was like um, isn't the Earth just made of rocks and and <laughs> lava? Like what is happening? Right. And then um, they end up getting, they end up um, stopping him. And they mm -hmm. end up touching it, and they capture him, and then you're and then you're back to like the. Right. Yeah, and then he has the fisherman then. Yep, so they find the fisherman, and it's it's, it's kind of funny because, like, the fisherman's actually using, like, big uh, fishing lines and traps to capture Aquaman, Ocean Master, and Mira. I love the joke where he had the torpedo, like, flew it, and, like, it, like, had, like, layers, like, kept going, and then, like, it, it turned into a way of, like, oh, and then Aquaman's like, oh, it's just a tiny grenade. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it ends up, like, exploding, like, knocking them out. It's so funny. So, anyway, um... They get defeated by Primordius. Uh, they end up meeting what turns out to be his wife, and his wife explains, and there's like a little dog son. His wife explains that uh, his, the, the fisherman took off to the seas to go catch fish, and he got taken over by some other being, and that's not really him that they fought. They fought some other entity, and they need to go back, and they need to save her husband. And so as it turns out, uh, the husband was, the fisherman was actually taken over by this being called Primordius, and it was the octopus, right? That was on his head? Yeah, it was the squid. And as it turns out, the squid also controls this island that he's on that's mm -hmm. entirely made of rock. And how did that feed him was so gruesome? Because um, he was he was the island, so if mm -hmm. you attack the island, it would kill him. Right. Technically, that was just gruesome. That's how he just like kept like kicking his finger. No, like, right. They they figured out that if they put that it, they tried attacking him, and because he could see the attacks coming, uh, something about time and space being this entity. Uh, they were able to, they, he was able to keep Aquaman at bay and beat him up and everything. And it's a whole thing. And Aquaman, uh, one of the themes about this show, and it comes out in this episode, is how much self-doubt Aquaman is riddled with. Like, he 
not you know not only is he trying to be loved by the people but he keeps talking to mirror throughout these 45 minute episodes believe it or not for a kid show that he doesn't think he deserves to be king and you know and that he he's struggling with it um and that and so when he gets his butt kicked um you know it makes him struggle with it even more he starts to really start to question his worthiness uh which is very much a staple of the hero's journey by the way children so anyway um so he, so in a tantrum, so to speak, and he, when he's just sort of expressing his frustrations to Mira, he kicks a rock, and Mira notices that when he kicks the rock, it, it hurt his finger. He, yeah, it hurt his finger, and so she's, and so Mira, being the punchiest of all girls, mm-hmm. says, "Hey, start beating up on the island, and we'll finally defeat this guy." And mm-hmm. so they eventually do. And you're right, that whole sequence of events where every time they kick a rock, they his fingers break, and he's doing like a lot of this, and you know, and. Uh, just really not pleasant to watch. I think the most gruesome thing that happened there was when she was like on that vine thing, mm-hmm. and then it ends up falling, and like it's on this like all the bones on this ends up breaking. <laughs> yeah, it was not great. Um, but they are able to defeat Primordius, and Primordius gives up his mental hold over uh over the fishermen. And so they defeat the island, and they find out that this whole thing is being powered. That, by the way, one of the things that we laughed hard at was in the first episode, yeah. which, which, which then goes to this one because you asked me a question about it. Yeah. So it turns out that um, Mordekov's entire operation was being powered by the jewel, but the jewel was being powered by a battery that was taped to it. <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> so in this one, um, the the jewel's in this like vat of toxic waste. Uh, and it's powering the island that way, not with another battery. Anyway, so they get the red jewel, and as it turns out, um, if you cross the streams, if you mash the jewels together, you will create all kinds of problems, Wait, so you have to um, keep them separated. Um, this is actually was, like, kind of like what I was talking about oil, where, like, mm-hmm. well, like, he was, like, well, um, Ocean Master was in that cage for, like, a day, mm-hmm. and then it been a year when he didn't age at all. Right. Yeah, because um, this is the episode where that happens, where, like, he's just, like, super old when they right. get him out of that prison thing. Yep. So they take the jewel back home, and, you know, now the people are starting to love Aquaman a little bit more. It's starting to get better, and then we get to episode three. The episode, final episode. The final episode, the last 45 minutes of this. So in the final episode... Uh, Ocean Master and Mordekov team up, and and this is kind of like Nightfall from Batman. They release all the villains, and Aquaman has to run through the city as they are running amok. Uh, my comic book fans just smashed their head desk when I said that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and someday you'll, when you read Nightfall and you remember this conversation, you're like, my dad is really silly. Um, but anyway, so yes, Aquaman King of Atlantis, taking right from the Nightfall story, uh, all the villains get released from Aqua Prison. Because <laughs> we need those kinds of puns on this show. By the way, I have to ask you as, as like as we talk about this, and I'm remembering some some stuff. Um, a lot of jokes over the years have been made of Aquaman's ability to talk to fish, and this did not shy away from that. Yeah, I love how like they had a joke where like like went to like the food stick in like the last episode, mm-hmm. and then was, like um, and then I feel like everyone was like, I can't. He's a camel because he can talk to fish and eat fish. Yes, he would talk to fish and then eat the fish, mm-hmm. which was horrifying. Um, what was the other thing? It was like the, the, the little dog boy that ate the snails, and then yeah. they did the same gag later on, and in both cases, you're like, oh, no. Oh, no. It was um, the first time it was the crab eating the snails. Right. The boy. The crab that they asked for directions. Got it. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and then the boy ate the snails. Anyway, mm-hmm. so episode uh, three, um, Mordekov and uh, Ocean Master let, it, let all the prisoners loose, and they have to run. So Mira, Volkov, and Aquaman have to run through the streets and protect the people who are being uh, attacked by all these various criminals. And eventually they do, but this gives Mordekov an opportunity to get this big suit of armor. He gets this, like, Iron Man suit, basically. Yeah. And as it turns out, Mordekov is just a crabhead. Well, you didn't explain what you didn't really explain much about um, crystals how it powers it. So the whole entire thing is um, the crystals like one if the crystals touch, it'll like explode the universe. Right. Like it, it will like explode. Like you do. It's like in Ghostbusters, you can't cross the streams. It would be bad, right? Um. Tell them about the Twinkie, Ray. Wait, <laughs> it wait isn't that how they could, like made Stay Puff? No, they, they they put Gozer back into whatever dimension it came from when they crossed the screens. Uh-huh. And, but how did they... Stay Puff was created when Ray had thoughts about camping and eating uh, Stay Puffed marshmallows. Oh. So he just randomly somehow appeared that, that way? Well, Gozer said, whatever you think of will be your destroyer, and Ray couldn't stop thinking about camping. Yeah, exactly. And we'll be talking. We'll be watching that tomorrow on Halloween as Ghostbusters is yep. back in theaters this weekend, just for the Halloween uh, holiday. Anyway, back and when to we Aquaman. get back, we're going to be um, reviewing Nightmare Before Christmas. All right, let's not do plugs right now, okay? All <laughs> plugs oh, now. That's gonna be that's the future of podcasting. Just plugs. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so wrapping this up. Um, so it turns out Mordekov is just a head with crab legs. Um, and he crawls into the Iron Man tech armor, and he uses the jewels to power it. And I, I don't this this went interminably long. Yeah, it went on forever. Mm-hmm. I feel like I actually saw him movie how long that was because um, just the fighting, right? Yeah, yeah, it was just fighting, like most movies, most action movies. It was just a bunch of like. <laughs> <laughs> it was a whole last. I mean, I figure out of the forty-five minutes, it was maybe fifteen minutes of setup and thirty minutes of fighting. Yeah, it went on, just went on forever. There were there were points where I was like either on my phone or playing with the dog or maybe half asleep or something because I could. It, I did you follow it the whole time? Like, were you wrapped in rapt attention to just all the incessant fighting that was going uh, on? Pretty much. Okay, I it lost me. Mm-hmm. What is so? What did you like about it? I liked how I. I liked how at the end, like he had to like call up all the animals in the sea just mm-hmm. to like to like pull back the wolf. Mm-hmm. Yes, because it got split in half. Yeah, they used the, the apparently one of the things with the with this armor is that if you use it too much, it it uh, pulls on the gravity of the planet, mm-hmm. and then it split the Earth, and so Aquaman had to literally, my, like Superman, mm-hmm. had to hold the planet together, yeah. and he used the fish to help him. Mm-hmm. And um. And it's, um, what was I going to say? All right. So, um, eventually they were at, with Mira, with the power of friendship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with the power of friendship, they are able to overcome Mordekov and get him out of the suit and get the jewels off of him and destroy the Infinity Stones and uh, convert Dark Vader to the light side. Was, um, <laughs> and none of that in this movie. <laughs> and fly around the Earth to reverse time to save Lois Lane from the earthquake. Um, different movies. And then run f- into the future to save Flash's mother from being uh, shot. No, okay, run, run please into the stop. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, uh, they defeat Mordekov. Um, 
and they save the day. And at the end, oh, the, the big the, the big thing that happens is, well, Aquaman is using all of his strength to hold the planet together. The people, the people love Aquaman and they say, he is our king and we love him and we want him to help. And so they, in turn, attack Mordekov. They start throwing rocks at him and stuff. And ultimately he is defeated. Even though one of the most dumb things that happened. Yeah. Um, was, was when, um, the statue broke and like, ah, oh, this is Aquaman's fault. He broke up the statue. <laughs> so they defeat Mordekov. Everyone is, uh, everyone loves Aquaman. All the villains are returned to their prisons and, um, the jewels are, uh, are Actually, kept safe. during that fight, um, mm-hmm. the villains were already in the cells. Okay. So that's how after it ends. After we nothing about them, they were just piled up. <laughs> yeah, they were in a pile. So... Let's close up shop here, Jonas. What overall did you think of Aquaman, King of Atlantis? Was it was it worth the two and a half hours we spent watching this? Uh, uh yeah. 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 What was the what was your most favorite thing about the show? I loved um like I loved like when like the act like the um, townsfolk actually liked Aquaman. Mm-hmm. Cause that, and also was it always like that where like the town like in the movies where town the town folk like was like kind of because Aquaman is half human and half Atlantean, mm-hmm. he was not accepted by the people of Atlantis, and so that is kind of a they deal the show deals with it in this sort of silly way, but in the comics I feel like, and I'm not the world's you know most knowledgeable expert on the Aquaman comics, but. I do feel like a lot of time was spent with Aquaman trying to win over the people of Atlantis and prove his worthiness. So, mm-hmm. so that all tracks. Yeah. So, Jonas, one of the things that I, uh, one of my goals in life is to try to get you into reading superhero comics. Do you think now you'd be like interested? will probably never happen. <laughs> do you think now, after watching Aquaman King of Atlantis, you would want to read an Aquaman comic? No. Oh, <laughs> this failed miserably. <laughs> well, yeah, I love I love this show, but yeah, yeah, okay. it, it, that was your goal. Yeah, you failed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you failed. Yeah, you, okay. Yeah, you um, what about what about watching the Aquaman movie? Can we can we can we compromise and watch the Aquaman movie at some point? Sure. Okay. Are there any other superhero cartoons or superhero shows, superhero anything that you're interested in that you would be curious about? Um, not really. Not really. All right. So I'm kind of forced to do this. <laughs> you were forced to watch. That's true. I tried to make you watch Star Trek Prodigy earlier today, and that lasted how long? Um. Well, like, like I got bored about like two seconds, but um. <laughs> you hear that, Paramount? Make better shows. All right. So that's it. That is our review of Aquaman: King of Atlantis from HBO Max and uh, DC Entertainment. Tomorrow, if you've enjoyed the antics of my son and I, he uh, we struck a bargain. He said he would come with me and Lily to go see Ghostbusters in the theater tomorrow on Halloween before we go trick-or-treating if we would do an alternative commentary for what? Um, Nightmare Before Christmas. That's right. On So our special, we did one for Easter, we did Hop, and now we're doing one for Halloween. Uh, a nightmare. Wait, well, wait. But we still have to do something for Christmas. Oh, can we get to can we get past Halloween before we do something for Christmas? No, we have to figure out something for Christmas. Now. Right this second on the podcast. Yeah, like actually Christmas and Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. uh, we will talk. My people will call your people. All right. Uh, so that's what's going on there. For the rest of what's going on on the Rattleage and Broadcasting Network, we dropped a whole ton of Halloween and horror centered stuff. It's all on the Rattleage and Broadcasting Network Facebook page. Um, 
Also check out w2mnet.com. That's where we post all of our shows. We are available on Spreaker, iTunes. Sponsor Grammarly. That's right. Jonas is reminding me to do my plugs, uh, to do my uh, adverts. All right. So uh, we are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Spotify and wherever else you can. Uh, we're also on YouTube. We stream on Twitch. Wherever you find podcasts and content, we're there. And as my son has just reminded me. Yes, I know. We have two great sponsors on the show. One is Grammarly. Grammarly's AI-powered products help people communicate more effectively. Grammarly helps you write mistake-free on Gmail, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and nearly anywhere else you write on the web. Um, where am I? <laughs> Grammarly corrects no. hundreds of grammar, punctuation, and spelling mistakes while also catching contextual errors, improving your vocabulary, and suggesting style improvements. Download Grammarly today. Go to getgrammarly.com slash W2M network. Again, it's getgrammarly.com slash W2M network to download Grammarly for free. Hey, Jonas, what kind of music do you like to listen to? Um, Nintendo Core. Nintendo Core. What's Nintendo Core? It's on a bunch of, like, 8-bit music, like... It's most. It's not like lyrics or anything. It's mostly the beats, which I really like, and it's combined with one of my favorite things, which is video games. Okay. So yeah, that's why I really like it. Well, did you know that we were giving away a free trial of the Amazon Music Unlimited service, and you could, with that, you could listen to all the Nintendo Core that you want? Did you know that, Jonas? Um. Yes. Yeah, did you know she was a dentist? Wait, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> that's a lesson. <laughs> so anyway, click the link in our description here of the podcast. Get amazonmusic.com slash w2m network get amazonmusic.com slash w2m network to get a free 30-day trial of the amazon music unlimited service all right jonas this was fun um i don't know how much of this will get played for your class later in the month at the great american teaching um, but, I hope, but i hope it's this is 30 minutes probably not probably uh, so <laughs> i hope they enjoyed it i hope you enjoyed it and i hope you'll tune back in for more antics between my son and i as we continue to do reviews and alternative commentaries. Until then, he's Jonas, I'm Mark. Be well, be safe, and, and be dab. Go ahead, dab for the camera.